Sometimes you gotta have a conversation before the conversation. I feel like we did, but I, like, but I was getting lost thinking that we were already going. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, like in my head, I'm like, yeah. And then I look, I'm like, oh shit, we're not recording. We probably, and then I'm like, oh, it's because we haven't started recording. Well, yeah, we probably should just hit record as soon as we sit down. Just as soon as we sit down, <laughs> like headphones go on, or otherwise we spend like what? Oh yeah, thirty minutes in here just talking <laughs> to each other. Yeah, we'll, we'll just keep talking. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Digital Cortex. This is Steven. That's Random Styles. We're here to enlighten your your day with our nonsense. We're, in, we're getting in your digital ears. Getting your digital ears through to your digital brain and filling it with the digital stuff. Soon to be digital brain, right? Soon to be digital, yeah. Do you think it would be a good thing to increase your brain capacity? Because they have that thing. Um, I don't know if that's what. What does can- that do, though? If I increased brain capacity, like to what extent? Like, are we talking about you say it like that and it makes me think storage and I know your brain doesn't work off storage. So what am I increasing? Well, you would increase your storage, right? Because you wouldn't have to try to remember everything. Uh, it would remember for you. So, But is data like I, I get data, like I can understand the digital data and how that yeah. uh, occupies storage space and and whatnot like it's got to be saved somewhere how big is a file um but like how does that work on your brain well it's like an assistant it would be like a place like you would be able to go to to check something and you probably have be able to have so you think that we only have so much uh available storage space for our brain well it it's probably a, a, an evolution thing where, well, you know, we save space so we can access important files, you know. So I get the metaphor, but I want to know what those actually is doing. Like, how do how does your brain know things like memories? And it's not very good. And like you can I know it's not good. Yeah, because they've it's, done it's they, fallible for sure. They've done studies on like cases with juries and like asking them questions about scenes and stuff like that. And they get it wrong. Like, and they will remember in detail something wrong. So like the the memory, the access part that you have for your memory, a lot of people remember the wrong thing. There's a good um uh what what was that movie? Uh, and I think it was a play as well. It's called 12 Angry Men. Have you heard of it? No. Super old. Um, but basically it's about 12 people who are on jury duty. And so they walk into to do uh, a case about a murder that might have happened. Okay. And so they go in. Everyone's like pretty much bird. like. <laughs> well, the, they, uh, they pretty much have decided already that the man is guilty. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is going to be quick. I mean, it's unanimous. We, we all think he's guilty, right? And they and then so they're all going around. They're like, okay, we just need to affirm it. So everyone say I. And one guy is like, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I just think we're giving them a fair trial. Like, think about that. The lady she testified saying that she was able to see what happened. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you notice that she had, um, like she pointed him out in in court, but she had like those little. 
marks on your nose. Yeah. It's like those little marks on your nose come from wearing glasses, but she wasn't wearing any glasses in court. So what if it was nighttime and she wasn't wearing her glasses then when she looked out her window? Yeah. I mean, of course, she probably doesn't want to wear glasses because she didn't want to wear glasses in court. To me, you know, fashion. Some, yeah, some people don't like to. But like things. And then they were talking about the, the murder weapon and and all this other stuff. Yeah. And so he was basically keeping them in there for so long to try to to not just fall through with quick justice. And then it got everybody questioning it. Yeah. And part of it, you know, being... What was we talking about? <laughs> well, you were going into... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> you were going into detail about memory, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so that came up too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you bring the story? I thought it had a... I don't know. I don't know. He got away from me. I don't know. I thought you were going to connect this uh, to Jesus. how like, nobody had a good memory or something. No. Yeah. I've heard also like uh, argument um scenarios like that like uh this this my friend's dad said this to me um when i was young it was about religion is like you know it came up of like someone was talking about different types of religions and and friend's dad had said well you know it's kind of like a car crash what do you mean okay well there's a car crash right and uh three different people witnessed it so the first witness says Oh, it was a silver truck, T-boned, a red van. And the second witness says, well, no, the, the truck wasn't silver. It was a red truck and the van was silver. And someone else is like, that wasn't a van. It was a station wagon and it wasn't a truck. It was a Corvette. Yeah. But the point is there was a car crash. Yeah. So, but the same thing, you know, memory is fallible. Yeah, so you're you're is that right? Word? You're I don't know what I'm doing now. Probably, I don't want to look it up. But, you know, it sounded right. <laughs> um, yeah, so your memory is not that great. So you would instantly improve that part of your brain, is what I'm saying. So, like that's that's an inefficiency, right? Your memories are inefficient. You it's know? like what's up with those people that have photogenic memories that can memorize like, everything perfectly? Those are interesting because they they um. They remember so many details. They remember what they ate for that day. They remember what was on TV, you know, like, um, but they're not, they're also not able to like, they're not super geniuses either. You know, like you would think, oh, if you remember everything, you would be a super genius. But, you know, like, I think. I thought some of them were because they were just like real good at memorizing. There's been a couple stuff. actors that were, um, um, had that ability. Uh, I can't think of the names on the top of my head, but, um, you know, that would be awesome, right? For acting, you would be able to remember the whole script. I guess you're right. Yeah. So that would make you, that would definitely be a superpower because you'd be able to just rattle off the whole monologue, you know, like nothing. I always thought it was interesting too, how easy it is to like try to remember something on script. Yeah. For well, me at least. If you're, um, you know, if you have a pretty good memory in your, uh. <coughs> Which, I mean, I have a decent memory. I can remember a lot of things, but I'm not perfect. But it gets it gets squirrely <coughs> when you have to uh, deal in details. You know, can you remember what they were wearing, what color their shirt was? You know, like the little details. So, like, you would be able to definitely improve that part 
um, with um, some kind of computing. But but no, where I was going with it in the beginning was um, that um, they have these like muscle tests where they can test your strength of your muscle. So like they'll have you like push something or and then they'll have uh, like sensors on your, you know, like say your bicep or something. And it'll say, okay, you push, you have this much force. Uh, but they can also send an electrical current to, through your muscle to um, show what the maximum output would be. So there is a difference between like how hard you can push to how hard your muscle can actually produce or how much your muscle can produce. So there is like some inefficiency there where you don't actually use your full strength, you know, like even if you're trying, sometimes you need like that adrenaline rush or something like that, you know, like with like those stories, of like those ladies that like pick up a car or something like to like get the car off their child or something. They just lift it up. They use like superhuman strength. So like, I think um, if you increase the efficiency of like your, your strength, that would, that would make you almost superhuman because you, you have the potential for more than you're actually able to do or most people do. So if you apply that kind of uh, idea to your brain, so now what kind of efficient inefficiencies do you have in your brain? You know, are you actually using all part of your brain? Is there a way to stimulate like certain parts that you're not using that well and create even more of, you know, more strength? I don't know. You know, whatever. I guess. I don't. I don't know what's going to be possible, but it's breaking my brain, though. <laughs> You're just staring off into space. I'm. I'm not staring off into space. I'm processing. That's what I'm saying. Like you're just like computing. computing. I am. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe it's See. easier just to compare it that way. But like before this type of technology, before like computers and and other things, what do you think people compared their brain to? Um, like it, you know, in the digital age, we we can think of comparison of your brain as computing or your brain as processing yeah. or the you know all of that stuff. But was there anything like that before? I don't know. I mean, there. Um, I mean, we've went through different phases, right? Like that, we had like Socrates and like these great philosophers that would like push themselves to like think about i guess when did we as a race start trying to um figure out how your brains work well i mean if you want to go down like a rabbit hole you can start like thinking way way back you know like how did you know the pyramids get built you know kind of thing i mean it's one thing to like know those kind of stuff and and to figure out oh yeah you know this is how i do that Oh, cool. Yeah. How do you know that? Well, you know, so-and-so taught me and and my grandfather taught my grandfather's grandfather and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You know, you get it. Um, but there was definitely an ancient technology that we don't know. I don't know. Because like, how are like they what building? kind of ancient technology? How are they building these massive? Because the pyramids are not the only in Egypt. Those are not the only structures. There's multiple ones they're finding around the world that are in China. They're in you know obviously they, with the one the temples that we are the Aztec temples that we have in Mexico. You know like they're they're finding more and more of these structures that are even older um, than Egypt, the pyramids. But 
and similar where they have stone structures that where stones are not available. So they're bringing these and um, they're putting them in these places where they want them. And, and they're able to survive for a very, very long time because they're still around. Right. So they were well built to last, you know, volcanoes and freaking earthquakes and hurricanes and whatever natural disasters. So they were def- it's definitely ancient technology that we don't know because we don't know how to build stuff like that now. I mean, we have an idea of how to build similar things, but not what they did. Like you've seen that one, um, that one where you can clap. Yeah. In, and then you can hear the sound go up and it sounds like a chirp. Uh-huh. It's crazy. How, yeah. how is that possible? How are they? They, so some, there's a scientist that are working on, there's theories about that. They were able to move these stones and, and stuff like that with sound. So um, certain vibrations, you can move things. Um, and there are scientists that are working on um, using sound to project things or move things, levitate. Like everything has a vibration, certain frequencies. They already know sound affects you in certain ways. It can affect your mood. You know, you hear a good song, you can be up, upbeat, like it brings you out. You know, we're the only animals that use sound like that. Like, uh, you know, we other, you know, you can hear a bird and a bird will sing, but it's only hearing part of what we hear. So they're not hearing everything. I watched this. There's a really good Netflix. I forgot what the heck. See, that's part. That's my memory, dude. I I remember some of the cool stuff but i remember everything mm-hmm. uh there's a netflix documentary or it's a show um where they talk about different subjects and one of them was sound and um yeah sounds really interesting but um but yeah i mean there we definitely i think knew a lot and then something happened there was a natural um extinction level event that happened on earth whether it was like a comet or something that hit and just wiped humanity down to very few thousand left and then we repopulated that way and it took thousands of years to and then we'll go back into a because like say that happened today you know say something cladoclysmic happens where you know it catastrophic um, yeah it just hits the ocean shoots fire into the sky like nuclear winter nobody the sky is just dark nothing grows everything's dying um people are dying we you know would you know how to make a phone damn um no if so if you survived <laughs> you wouldn't know how to make anything and you would just have stories so you, you would have kids you would probably try to you know have have your kids and you would be like you know we used to have this technology where we could watch things on screens and you know there was the thing called the internet and you know you would describe these things and then they're you know they would grow up and then they would tell their kids about these stories you know we come from a civilization where we had these enormous things you know so like you go down the generations and then it just kind of be it, it becomes legend why yeah. are the computers and the internet gone? 
Exactly. Well, it just becomes kind of legend. Like, oh, you know, my great great grandpa used to talk about this, you know, and uh, I don't know. I guess you're kind of right. Like, are we and then eventually it would be gone. Like, you wouldn't. A few in a few generations, nobody would remember all the cool things that we used to have, and it would you would just find things, you know, randomly maybe, and uh, you would not know what it is, and you wouldn't know how to use it, and it would be decomposing, and then eventually, most of it would be gone. Uh, because we wouldn't know how to make it. You don't know how to make a car, you know? So we wouldn't have fucking cars, you know? We ain't, we're riding horses or something. I know how to make a car. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you just need a motor. No. You can make a motor, and then you just need a way to connect that motor to... Yeah, I can make a basic car. I can make like you no. Know. You can make a car with the parts you find and stuff like that. But oh. I'm saying, eventually, it would get down to the point where somebody's gonna have to like. I guess mold you're right steel. because like, if if for some reason we didn't have the machines that we use to make machines, yeah, you wouldn't. I'm talking like drills and lathes. Maybe and- the guy from General Motor, you find him and he's like, I know how to do it. Like, it, unless he has kids and teaches his kids how to do it, like, that's just going to die off. I mean, the concept seems simple enough, but you're right. Like, where am I getting these? If I had to start from raw materials, no, I wouldn't be able yeah, to. Yeah, you don't know how to mine iron out of the fucking ground. No. <laughs> You're right. Copper. You're right. Gonna, you need to make some more copper wires. <laughs> Good luck. Damn. Yeah. yeah. You need. You need to. I mean, it's so easy today. You're right to like start. I mean, even if I wanted to to create a crucible and and um, you know, yeah, start making molding metals. I know the basic idea of how to do it, but I wouldn't know where to get that stuff to make the stuff I need to like yeah. I just go on Amazon and buy them you know exactly how are you gonna make a screwdriver <laughs> you know because <laughs> I would be like oh yeah I can make a screwdriver I just need my Dremel to draw oh wait <laughs> well, now I need to make a Dremel <laughs> oh yeah I need electricity <laughs> how am I gonna get electricity where'd well, the electricity go why is it gone well I mean it's it's just gonna be fucked up so you're you're probably not gonna just be living in a house you're but gonna what happened I want to know what happened to cause well, to cause this. If it's a a volcano erupts and it just it's the fucking mega fucking eruption where you know it's shooting magma into the you know air and it's flying into cities and you have this uh volcanic ash that just covers a whole um uh, whole okay, continent. Okay, now my question is how did I survive? <laughs> exactly. It's going to be very, the first thing you're going to have to do is try Sorry. to, because all animals and plant life are going to die. So they ain't going to be around. So what are you going to be eating? So you're going to, it's going to be very, very difficult for a while to survive. And it's only going to be the hardest of the hardest. I think I'm going to survive. I wouldn't. I'd probably be dead. Yeah, I'd be dead too. Um, I'd probably be standing under the volcano ready for that shit to f- on me sunglasses on and all yeah <laughs> get a lawn chair and just wait for it just wait for it you have beer slowly in moving toward me <laughs> <laughs> nah. touching your toes like ah oh, birds <laughs> fucking birds it's cold it's cold. just sitting there like just pour ma- some beer on it <laughs> imagine it's cold <laughs> it's gonna be so hot <laughs> my god at what point you'd be like yeah this is a fucking stupid idea and just walk away from it well you seen when that um when that volcano erupted in uh hawaii yeah uh it it fucking like 
turn this car into a, fl- a ball of fire. But it, when it started catching on fire, it wasn't even touching it yet. It was like still coming toward the car. It was far enough where it wasn't even touching it, but it was still burning it. So just the heat radiating out of the off the magma. I mean, I don't even know how much that how hot that is. But yeah, the the tires were on fire, you know, before it even touched the car. Yeah, I don't know. That would be super super hot. But it's insane. Yeah. So whoever lives is going to be probably living underground, and they think at one point we did live under live underground in like an underground society because they're finding. Like caves and caverns of like deep, they go deep, deep down underground. Like we used to live underground for a period of who knows, a hundred years, two hundred years. Maybe there was centuries we lived down there because of the fucking scorched earth. You know, damn. So yeah, I mean, the, they know for sure that we've had impacts of from. Meteors and stuff like that that have hit. We have the one in Arizona, the hit big, huge uh, site. Have you ever went to it? The um, what the fuck is it called? It's called. It's got a name. But is it the Grand Canyon? Grand Canyon is crazy. We talked about that though. <laughs> <laughs> it still blows in my mind. You know, I was watching this kind of uh, almost apocalyptic looking show. It's, Recently, it's the Meteor Crater National Landmark. I guess that's just the name. I, th- I thought I had like a cool name. Guess not. Meteor Crater. The Meteor Crater. Uh, it's, uh, it's about thirty-seven miles, um, or sixty kilometers. Thirty-seven miles long. Oh uh, no, no, it uh, east of Flagstaff. Oh yeah, no, this is not the dimensions. Let me see the dimensions of it. Um, so it's close to Flagstaff. It's uh, the diameter is 0.73 miles or 1.1 kilometers. Damn. Uh, How deep is it? It's the depth is 560 feet. Damn. It's like building, right? Being on top of a building or something. That's taller than me for sure. Uh, the impact diameter is 160 feet. I don't know what that means. Impact diameter. But um. so, yeah. It's That's huge. That's the size of whatever created it. Yeah. So Wait, yeah. where's this meteor that, that created this? Is it there? I think it just like fucking exploded the pieces. I think they have some of the pieces of the crater. Um, it's owned by a family, present day. You can go visit this anytime. Um, it's just open to the public. Yeah, it's a it's a national uh, landmark. <clears throat> Came to attention the scientists, settlers, the nice. So they found in the 19th century the crater was. Oh, so they have a piece of the crater. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we know about all these impacts that have happened to Earth. So it's fucked us up before. So. I mean, everyone or all scientists believe it's going to happen again or some kind of event is is due, but they don't know when. There's no. Are we safer here because it's already happened once or are we more likely to have? I think it's been a long time since it's happened. So that's not a good because <laughs> the longer you go on any timeline, if if it, if there's 
percentages of calculations as long the longer you go the higher the chance of it but of all the places a mile long impact could happen how likely is it that it happens to impact us in arizona yeah or, oh, i don't know i don't know that I'm is it a... less likely because we've already had an impact no i don't think or is it, it works more like likely because we've already had an impact Shh, that's all fucking fake, or is it I just guess? random like it doesn't really matter i mean you have a spinning earth spinning in in the galaxy it's spinning and it's moving yes so it's doing both and it has a moon yeah which we already know has been fucked up so yes. the thing about the moon is it has no atmosphere so when shit hits it but they it's so weird because they can see the impacts but the impacts are so shallow so that i don't know there's a lot of thing, weird thing that's why you have that weird stupid movie on netflix about the moon was it moonfall or whatever where um, there's a theory that the moon is fake and it's actually like a big ass fucking structure that was put there. So there's a there is theories that people think that the moon is some was made by some somebody some kind of entity that put it there to control or right. Well, actually, there's a there's a weird um, coincidence too with that. You know, like, right, look at the sun, the size of the sun. Yeah. It's the same size as the moon to us viewing, right? Because of the, the uh, how far away it is from us to the and Yes. It needed to be placed exactly where it is to cover the sun. Right. In our vision, which is weird. But the only reason it can is because it's placed so precisely. Yeah. A specific distance away from us that the moon then appears to so be eclipse. the same size as the sun. Yeah, eclipses the sun. So they look like they're the same size object, but it's only because of the placement difference. Yeah. Um, this is, they, they have never found that same coincidence in any other planet with a moon. There's a lot of mathematical anomalies, I guess, or, or coincidences that some people would, would call that just are amazing that's why they call it the goldilocks or whatever like the the goldilocks planets that they're looking for it's the perfect scenario right. they're perfectly far enough from their sun that life could exist because there's a there's actual calculation of what a, a planet need, would need to actually sustain life or um make it available to live but i don't know you know do we really know everything about life we know no we don't even know about everything on this planet you know that lives so i mean we how would we know everything that can live on any other planet you know i don't know there could be different scenarios different i mean know, yeah i mean talk creatures. about like how much of the ocean we still haven't discovered either that's another thing too. There's 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 fish and there's there's these organisms that can survive in like like deep deep down underwater where there's no sunlight. Reminds me of that movie that I saw. I saw the end of this movie. It was at a friend's house. It was I think it was called the Silence or Silent or something like that. Basically, like these these guys were exploring this cave, and there was this pocket of this cave that has been closed off from our atmosphere or something and 
and these bats that live in the cave have had to evolve and adjust to the harsh environments inside this little cutoff cave part. Yeah. And so they end up accidentally letting these things out of the cave and they just destroy humanity. Start killing everybody. Yeah. Anytime you make a sound, they, they come to it. Like they have super hearing. Ooh. So you can't talk, can't make any noise. They're super strong. You know, just the epitome of like, oh, wow, that's hard to kill. This is like uh, <clears throat> that movie with, um, what's his face? Um, the guy from The Office. Yeah, something, sim- something similar, but a little bit different. Um, I, my friends were watching it. Yeah. It was, I want to I wanna see the whole thing because I don't think I ever saw it. But it seemed a little interesting. Yeah, I mean, that stuff is... I mean, we know we keep finding more and more life that we didn't think could exist in certain scenarios. And like, you know, fuck, we got like fucking what octopus that can like change color and like adapt to any landscape and make it look like they just blend in. Right. Right. These are crazy little creatures, dude. They're just snatching things in the ocean. I remember seeing that one in Finding Dory. Right. That's what that was the whole. And, it, you know, you see it in a cartoon and you're like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 that's funny. You know, he became the pole. No, like they can actually become a piece they of do coral. That. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it on the YouTubes. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how they just morph and they're just like now they are that thing. And like, how are they doing that? Fucking weird ass chameleon science. Same way, like you can get like an actual chameleon <laughs> and it. And it just blends in with its environment or those uh, fucking butterflies or different moths that have wings that appear like, like dead leaves and shit. It's just. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird. How about the, the illuminating algae? Have you seen that? The oh, lashes yeah. up on the ocean. Yeah. When I lived in San Francisco, I used to see them. We used to go to the beach. And, yeah. It's a certain type there. of algae that. That um, is fluorescent. Bioluminant. Uh, yes. Bioluminescent. Yes. Which is crazy. How is that generating light? You know? So we don't know. That's a whole nother. Because, you know, you think about life on this planet. You think about even like photosynthesis and like how a plant is able to use sunlight as food, as a food source. Like, well, how is that possible? Like, that sounds like some crazy sci-fi shit that you just made up. I know. I was messing with Crystal the other day. She was planting her little plants and repotting them. So she's like taking the the plants out, massaging with water their roots to break them up and then put them into another pot. Yeah. And I was like sitting there and we were high. I was like, hey, do you think those plants are like screaming every time you touch their roots? She's like, oh my God, why would you say that? It's like, I don't know. I had a root canal once. I know that's painful. Yeah. That's a root. Your plant's roots, are they sensitive? Yeah. Are you touching his knees right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you playing with his toes? <laughs> Does he find it ticklish? He's like, hee hee. Is it painful? Like, is it screaming? And we They're just can't definitely hear it. alive. Plants are alive. Like, oh, if you yeah, have for sure. enough plants, like, there's an energy about them. You know, you can touch them. We have a shit ton of plants, bro. 
Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking one time because he's like, people like to talk about plants like the, you know, like they're inferior because, you know, they don't have a heart. Like a tree doesn't have a heart. Um, but, you know, but the tree um, is able to live and not have a heart and still, um, you know, take water from the ground, pump it up to the top of, think about how tall some of these great oak trees and stuff like that are that are super, it gets all, it gets a lot of its water from the ground and goes up, you know, again, without a heart. So he's like, this is life. You know, people look at it and doesn't have a heart, but he's like, it's living in spite of not having a heart. I was also reading too, how fucked up it is that like when we cut down trees and shit, they, there's efforts to like, Oh, well you could just replant trees. But the problem is, is that when they end up replanting trees, it's different than a natural like forest. Like you replant a forest from nothing. Yeah. And all the trees grow at the same time and whatnot. But in a normal forest, you've got many different trees, many different shapes and sizes and different ages. So even some like that are dead and fallen over, you have pathways that are, you know, naturally occurring. Well, yeah. And those, and the, that kind of stuff shapes the environment around it and the type of creatures and birds and the ecosystem that has, you have trees that have like, that are tall cause they're so old. And so they have large canopies and then you have middle canopies from middle sized trees and smaller canopies and, and all these different animals and stuff will utilize that forest differently than say a forest that we just went and planted. Like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of normal to do it, but you, we're still destroying the ecosystem. It's better than not doing it, for sure. I mean, if you're going to cut the trees down, put some more there. But it is going to be fucked up for a while, like you're saying. Yeah, and it takes it takes decades and decades and decades yeah. to 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 get that like back to the way it was. Yeah, and sometimes I mean, like not even ever be like hundreds of years. Those fallen trees decompose, and then that. De- decomposes into the roots of the tr- other trees, you know, and so it's a whole yes. cycle. And, it, and then the different animals and bugs and yeah. things that need to survive in the forest. Yeah, it's mushrooms, but do mushrooms yeah, eat different park? mushrooms and mosses and tree or something and like other vegetation. If you look at those forests that were like man-made and replanted ones, um, they don't have the same type of uh, bush type of vegetation on the ground that uh, natural occurring forests have. Well, I mean, that's why I was that's why I was saying about going down a rabbit hole because all these things like nature is like a supercomputer. There's, there's no way for us to like survive on this planet without fucking it up. Na- nature has its own cycles. It's its own supercomputer. It has built in things for it to do. There's ways for it to get food, to regenerate, to to live on like, a, you know, the seeds of uh, fruit that you eat get processed through your body. And then you go, you deposit it somewhere, (laughs) you know, and that seed now has fertilizer, which will now could grow. So you're actually replanting the plant for the plant. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's one of the, but see, that's an interesting thing too. Look at avocados. Yeah. So avocados used to be bigger. Yeah. But they already have a huge, they already have a huge pit. Yeah. And the thing is, though, is that there was animals like prehistoric dinosaur based animals that could eat the avocado hole from the tree. Yeah. And, you know, using the nature 
that pit goes through them, comes out, fertilizes, and a whole new avocado tree grows. Yeah. And that big pile but of shit. We don't, that type of animal died out. Yeah. Long ass fucking time ago. So why do we still have avocados is because early humans found out how to cultivate them and grow them themselves. Yeah. Because they wanted them too. And so avocados are, are like, they're a fruit. That's weird, right? They're, they're a fucking fruit. You would think they're a vegetable, but no, they're a fruit. And what's interesting about it is it's like the opposite of other fruits that we have today because it's a prehistoric fruit. It It's full of fats it's instead good for of you. sugars. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely different from all the other fruits. You know, it's different from a tomato. A tomato yeah, is more acidic. Mm -hmm. So it's like... And it's because this is like a prehistoric item that's just been cultivated throughout humanity since its natural cultivation method died out and we've been keeping it alive ever since isn't that crazy is that fucking insane i love it dude it's this it's an to me this like nature is another technology I think it takes like 13 years or something crazy like that to actually have a avocado like to to have something be produced from that pit if you start you know trying to to grow something from it it'll take a while for sure yeah it's yeah, fucking insane a lot but that's with a lot of like fruit trees if you plant a you know lemon tree or something you ain't gonna get a lemons right away yeah but not 13 years it's gonna be a while but it's not yeah that 13 years is a long time so can you imagine that's your fucking business is to sell avocado trees or some shit and it's like oh yeah 13 years I'm going to be selling this shit. After that first 13 years is done, you work so hard. Now you just, you know, you've been planting every year. You just start living off of money. That, uh, green I guess avocado money. It's why, uh, nurseries will charge you a lot for big trees. You know, mm -hmm. that's just been growing for years. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to charge you an arm and a leg, dude. dude when, I, when I, when you drove up the, um, through Central California to Northern California. Central California is all like farms and shit. Yeah. So many fucking avocados. And you, and there'll be people like you'll see signs, uh, like a dozen avocados for like five bucks. That's awesome. So fucking great. And you get it right and from the source. they're fucking huge. Yeah. They're fucking huge. Yeah, they... uh oh, so good. Love avocado. But it's it, so funny how like quickly good. that fucking shit gets sold. Uh you have an avocado, you turn around and it's already. These store bought avocados <laughs> are so different though. Cause like, uh, I have family in, in LA and stuff like that. And, um, we had, um, we went to someone's house and they had an avocado tree in the backyard and that shit was just falling on the ground and the avocados were different. I mean, obviously there's different types of avocados mm. and stuff like that, but I don't know. It was just like the skin was different. The outer layer was different. Like the, tasted a little different like so i don't know i don't know if it's just the type of plant that they use as better for like store avocados you know it has a thicker skin i think the main ones for the store are haas avocados yeah but i know that there's different ones so yeah it's possible you yeah because this one had a thin skin which probably wouldn't be ideal for like you know stores and stuff like that because it'd probably be easier to bruise easier to to um you know get damaged or overripe or something like that so they stick to the thick you know outer layers of those avocados avocados are, are so great you remember when like 
they were saying that millennials aren't going to be able to afford a house because they keep spending all their money on avocado toast. No, but that definitely sounds like an article <laughs> trying to get clicks. Yeah, they're saying that, like, you know, because they're spending money on avocado toast, like lots of money. Like you, if you've been to a menu and see avocado toast is like anywhere from like seven to fifteen dollars. They, yeah, they charge you a fucking. I'm like, it's an avocado. It's an avocado spread out <laughs> on some bread, on some bread, <laughs> and if you get fancy with it, it might have some tomatoes. Or something else. Nothing that should cost fucking over upwards of 10 bucks for. Yeah. Like crazy. But hey, fucking tastes good as fuck, bro. You know what I like actually now that I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it? When I in the pandemic, um, we would be ordering fucking breakfast all the time and shit. And um how I, I went through a period where I was getting uh that bagel at Einstein with the salmon. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, the the, the keepers. They call it the locks or something. Is that what it's called? Yeah, because that's what that's what that's called when you you have salmon on a bagel. It's like and cream cheese. What do they call it? Uh, locks and I, I don't know. And tomato. I'll look it up. But my favorite one from there was actually the farmhouse one. What's that one? Uh, it, the they used a hash brown bagel. Okay. And it was cream cheese, but it was like pepper cream cheese. Oh. The pepper spread. The eggs. Pepper jack? Bacon. I think there was a hash brown in it. No, no, no. Just like pepper. Oh, in the cheese? In the cream cheese. Oh, in the cream cheese. In the cream cheese. On top of a hash brown bagel. Bagel. This is not something I've tried before. I don't. It's I've, a fucking, it's my favorite, bro. And, I don't think and, I've ever and heard of this, dude. keto, we would get the, um, Chompies so made this like, was okay on keto. So Chompies would make bagels, right? Yeah. They make keto friendly bagels. They so do? we would, yeah, they oh. make keto friendly bagels and keto friendly um, bread. So what is it based in cauliflower or what? Oh, it's just like the fat and I don't, I don't, I don't know. But it's not. It's it's a different type of bread. Like you, you eat it, it doesn't have. It's like sugarless bread. It's weird. Is that it? They just took the sugar. Yeah, out. it's like whole wheat bread <laughs> because the fiber is because uh, you okay. count net carbs on keto yeah. so you take your carb count and you minus um sugar alcohols because they don't affect the carbs no and no and you get rid of fiber because your so you body could, will process that you'll drink you could drink all the fucking alcohol i thought those were like empty calories because you fucking drinking vodka you know like and yeah you can do that on keto well i mean it, it, we did dirty keto <laughs> So there's people that, that will. So there's people that will take like the micro. Um, what do they call it? But they, they will weigh out everything. Like they'll yeah, be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm only going to have this much sugar or this much this many grams." Yeah. Of, yeah. So they're they're counting all of those little tiny things, like all the 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 different things that are in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did keto. Like, all right. We stay under 30 carbs a day. <laughs> you, this is more like a, a, a rogue <laughs> keto. Yeah. So the Chompy stuff, I think it was like a carb or two per bagel or whatnot. Okay. We put the cream cheese and... How much is cream cheese? How many carbs is that? It's got like one or nothing. Okay. Cheese usually doesn't have carbs. 
It's like one to, to nothing. Everything has carbs. No. What the fuck is a carb? They don't even know. Carbohydrates, man. <laughs> yeah, you just said the the scientific name that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying, like people talk about carbs all the time. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. And then I hear some scientists are like, everything has carbs. Do you know that everything has carbs? Yeah, but some of it has a different amount of carbs. Like you look at like a banana has about like 30 carbs in it. Yeah. For one banana. And a lot of carbs come from sugar. But you could take what what diff if you look at the, the nutrient label of anything, it'll say like like let's see this here. How many carbs is in that fucking candy bar? Oh, it's gonna be a lot. Oh so shit. This carb total counting. count of carbs is twenty eight grams. Is that a lot? But then they tell you what these carbs are, are full of. So twenty four grams of that twenty eight is sugar. Okay, that's a lot. And then two from peanuts. <laughs> two of them is dietary fiber. Okay. Uh, total sugars twenty four, um, and that's twenty one grams of added sugars. Uh, it doesn't really break it up too well in this candy bar, but you would take like okay, dietary fibers can go through you. Fiber goes through you, so your <laughs> body's not going to like you know absorb it into your blood sugar. Um, so you can minus the two grams from your total carbs. So now we're down to like 26 carbs on this. Okay. Um, and the chocolate's going to have its own carbs. But what would you go The sugar be for was 24. Total, uh, after eating everything, you yeah. want to be like under 30. So that, <laughs> I almost used all of my yeah, totally. one candy. Mm-hmm. Dude, that sucks, dude. So hey, what, you remember what how much I weight I lost on that? What would I do for the last two? What would you do if you were in that predicament and you were trying to? What would you go oh, to? I would know. I wouldn't even eat that. I know, but let's just say you're like you you fucked up and you're like, God damn it, I shouldn't have ate that. But so you're like trying to salvage the rest of the day. What would you do? Just stop eating. You could eat meat, right? Because meat doesn't yeah. have. You just eat whatever, whatever is just like zero carbs, right? So you get a piece of steak. Mm-hmm. You just can't have but nothing. The problem with, it. with that is when you do it like this, and you like, oh yeah, well, I can eat the one candy bar and then eat no other carbs for the rest of the day. Well, that doesn't help because you're spiking your blood sugar with the sh- with that mass amount of sugars all at once. Yeah, it's probably not good. No. And the, I mean, if you did that, unless a lot. you fast it out, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but you could, I guess, if they if you're not gonna fucking eat until later. But yeah, we would do big on sandwiches, like keto bread. Like Costco sells a a keto bread that's like one gram per slice. Yeah, uh, and it's it's pretty decent. Um, it's just yeah, like those, you, those type of breads, like though. you taste it; they taste different. They're yeah. very gluteny. <laughs> yeah, because you make like crazy pizzas and stuff. Like that. You would tell me about some of the stuff you were making. Yeah, I make. Uh, we used to make a pizza out of a um, almond flour. Yeah. And that would be cut pretty good. And then I would find a specific, I think it was like Hunt's tomato sauce or something like that with like basil in it or something. Uh-huh. And that only had like a a couple grams per serving. I think the whole can was was like four or six spread around a pizza. You split that between two people. Yeah, Half you're pretty pizza. good. Your pizza's yeah. gonna come out to like at the end of the day. Maybe like twelve or eleven grams for the meal, which is pretty okay. Yeah, maybe you less. Can, you can get through. It really that. depends on your toppings. Yeah, because yeah. that's start... that's what we would do. We'd make sandwiches. We live off like sandwiches we'd make. We'd make other dishes. Like she made a she makes a fucking amazing uh, zuppa toscana. 
Okay. You know, the Olive Garden thing? Yeah. But instead of potatoes, we swap it out for cauliflower. Okay. Uh, instead of like milk, you know, I think it's just still like heavy cream. Has like zero carbs. Milk has carbs. You can't I, drink milk. I feel, and I feel like like when you talk about this diet or whatever, like you would say, I would never eat that whole candy bar. I think... I think the reason it works so well is because you just cut out like a lot of sugar. That was that was one. Of, yeah, no. Which so if you look at, at all of these different diets, the like keto, and I think that's the key, right? Uh, Atkins paleo diets, like they all work. Yeah, but the one thing that they have in common is they're cutting sugars, yes. they're cutting carbs. Yes. So really, I, it's just a low carb diet at the you, end of the day. Yeah, because I think that's our. I mean. I was listening to this um, cardiologist and he was talking about how he thinks the majority of the heart conditions are caused by um, sugar and tobacco. Mm -hmm. Those are the two main um, culprits for heart disease. And you think about when you just talked about it right now of all the foods that you were cutting out. And to lower the sugar counts. And they've made it so much easier now. Like there's so many products out there that you can find that are keto based. Yeah, I mean, you can get those, like, keto brownies and shit. My hardest time, like, being keto, like, the the thing that really... Got you. Like, one of the reasons I don't think I can go back anytime soon. <laughs> this is the reason you can't Look, do it's, it's hard, because keto, you, you're very restrictive, and you're always looking at a fucking label, and you're always yeah. counting it. You go to a restaurant, you're Googling it's what they lifestyle. normally have. Like, you figure out what you can eat and where you can't go. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, okay, if I go there, I'm only eating salad. And Crystal's the kind of person that was like, well, I might cheat a little, or uh, I can eat this. And it's like, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> like, I taught you how to read a fucking label. Read the goddamn label. <laughs> well, that's the key, too. To, to to any program is consistency. Yes. You can't break for anything. If but you, once we stopped, yeah. you stop, it's hard to get back into it. Yeah, because then you yeah. realize like, that I mean, the good. first couple of times like you, you eat something else, it's like, oh my God, that's what that tastes like? <laughs> I haven't had bread in two years. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> bread is great. <laughs> we should be telling people about this. Do you know about bread? <laughs> It's delicious. <laughs> You're like running through the town. Bread. 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 It's delicious. Try bread. Add a loaf to your dinner. Put it on your Come here, little list. Timmy. You throw him a slice. <laughs> but, uh, but keto did have some other benefits too. Like when I was on keto, you can, it was so easy to fast. You skip a whole meal, like you skip a whole day, two days worth of eating and, and you, your body is fine with it because your yeah. body has gotten used to not relying on carbs and sugars yes. for energy. Yeah. It starts relying on your own fats and proteins Yes, and it'll start tearing away at you. Yeah. And that's what it did for me. And did, did you feel like it gave you more energy too? Yes. You have a different energy. And the reason is, is like, cause when you burn sugar, it's it's a it's a fast burning fuel. Like think of it as um, burning like, you know, I don't know what kind of other fuel burns gasoline. fast. So gasoline burns fast, right? Yeah, super fast. Okay, super fast. It's burning. It's gone. Yeah. So when you're burning your body's fat instead, because the whole point of keto is your body gets in like some weird starvation mode. It goes, it goes into panic. It's yeah. like, Oh my God, we have no carbs. What do we do? Okay. Well, Let's we know what to reserves. do. We'll go to, to survival mode. Yeah. Let's 
eat at our reserves, which are your fat deposits in your body. Yeah. So your body starts eating off of your fat deposits. And once it's finished with that, it's going to start eating your muscle. So this way you have to also have like a high protein. So keto is like um, mid fats, high protein, I think, and low carbs. Yeah. Or it's high fats, mid protein. Anyway, whatever it is, um, proteins and fats are good. And uh, your body will start using those for fuel. What the thing is, is with fats, they're slow burning energy. So the same amount of fat will take longer to, to burn out. Like you can use it longer. So think of like, I don't know, burning wood compared to gasoline. Yeah. It's going to last, last longer. So you're going to be able to use that energy for much longer than you would if you had gasoline just burning. Yeah. And that's the thing about it too, is um, if you think about what our ancestors had to do in a more primitive lifestyle, they wouldn't just be eating all day. They would go long periods of time because they had to fucking hunt. Yeah. You know, they had to go, your, your food had to come from somewhere. You had yeah. to figure it so out. So you, you're just constantly walking around and you're working exercising. And we don't have that privilege nowadays. Yeah. We're walking around exercising, trying to find shit to eat. You know, so we might go hours, days without eating because we, could, we can't find That's why anything. the world is going to end up like Wally. Like they were spot on for that shit. Wally. Oh, with the fucking chairs that are just yeah. carrying people around. I mean, and the computers taking care of us every fucking way. Of- it's definitely going to, oh, life is definitely going to be changing with all the advancements of computers and stuff like that. But, you know, I think we've shown to adapt well. You know, and then, I mean, are, it'll definitely keep people alive, that's for sure, and longer, because we're going to be able to figure out how to f- kill shit that's been killing us, or stop it from killing us, or whatever the scenario right. is. But, like, you know, bring people, you know, they're, they're trying to regrow limbs right now on humans. They're doing all these tests on, you know, because we have lizards and stuff that can regrow a, an arm, a leg, a tail, you know. So they have, there's different animals that already can regenerate. So they're trying to figure out how they're doing that and how we could possibly regrow an arm, you know? So they're going to figure shit out like that. And you have like billionaire people who are spending money on, to preserve their body after death for like. The cryogenics and all that shit. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Are they going to be able to like reanimate? Who was I? I was either reading something about it or listening to somebody talk about it but it was a good point on that was like these people who are the first people to get cryogenically frozen yeah they're not going to be the first people to wake up they're not going to when when humanity gets to a position where we figure out how to to perfect that technology and they start testing it they're going to test it on the most recent because they're going to want fresher bodies they're just going to throw Because by the time, like, we're just going to figure out how to keep a normal person alive in yeah. cryogenic. But we're talking about, like, a dead person. And, and by the time we figure out how to reanimate that, like, that's not going to happen. You, you're, you're spending that money, like, and you're going to. It's cryoge- weird. You're, you're not going to be the one to get brought back, buddy. Your body's going to be unable to be brought back. They're hoping that the technology will advance so did, far yeah, that the, it's not yeah. going to. 
But they're going to be like, why did they freeze them like this? That was so stupid. Like 100, 200 yes, years later. Yes, exactly. They're going to the, be like, they should have did be this. like, oh, yeah, we know the mistakes we made trying to figure out how to freeze them. Yeah, don't they know they have now to? Now we know that the process is, is to be done like this. So yeah. all of the people who were frozen before we figured out how to properly freeze people, yeah, like, don't that's, they, that's don't they know not to waste. They got to dip them in, you know. I don't know, fucking hydrogen oil first. They got dip them in hydrogen to, to salvage the cells or whatever. You know, like who knows what the fuck you have to do to preserve a body. Like, and I mean, is it you? If they reanimate the body, is the mind still the same? Like, is it still going to be your same personality? Like, probably not, right? I mean, don't they? Don't some people come out of a coma and they're a whole different person? Yeah. So like what what like I've heard people come out with comas and they have like accents now, so or they speak complete different languages. It's yeah. So what's weird. to say if they are able to bring you back that you even are the person you were? Like you're just gonna be something else. You're not gonna be yourself. You know. Maybe we are in a fucking matrix simulation. That's why some people come back with a different language. They're in a coma. They're like you know blue screened. They got yeah. a reboot. But then when the they rebooted, is like, uh, accidentally changed it from English to Russian. <laughs> and now you speak Russian. Yeah. Russian <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait. I don't oh, know if they fuck. work. Uh, you know? Oh, well. Too late. All right. They'll figure it out. <laughs> it was a software glitch. You know, like they, they were supposed to go back to the default and they went to something else. You know, who knows, man? Who the fuck knows? I don't know, man. It's all. The f- Matrix knows. It's all the fucking. I mean, would you know if you were in a simulation? Dude. No. I probably would not. You're right. You're right. I wouldn't know. But I want to feel like I would be able to notice it. If you knew you were, though, would you want to get out? Or would you just stay? It depends. Like, I saw this comic strip. And uh, it was this guy... He had one of those like silica gel packets, you know, like you get in your shoes yeah, yeah, or yeah. some shit. Uh, and the bag or your luggage yeah, bag little, or something. Yeah, that little baggy of little thing. And it says, do not eat. Yeah. And so that guy, he was like, fuck you, world. You're going to tell me what I can, can't eat. And so he eats it in this little comic strip. And when he does that, the next panel is like him waking up and there's like some shit around his head and there's like a couple doctors next to him and they're like, congratulations, you figured out how to get out of the simulation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they would be, congrat- they would probably be punching you in the fucking face, dude. Why did you do that? It says do not eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another one. You know, it's probably just, you know. Well, I mean, that's to say that the simulation that I'm in is like a bad one. Like, you know, there is something wrong with the world and it's we're being used as batteries like the whole Matrix thing. Or yeah. but what if the simulation I'm in is only because like I put on a fucking VR helmet and I forgot about it. And I've been stuck in the VR world. And this is me live in a vr world and when i come out i don't even look like this like i might look like a totally different thing because this is just a character that was just your uh, i'm just a character you just did random random default exactly (laughs) and maybe this game has shaped us like this but in reality we've got like fucking eight fingers on every hand or some shit eight fingers on 
each hand. And we're not even like skin toned like this. How many hands do you have? Two. Okay. Because that would be weird like, to create a game where you have like what if you had more, less hands than you What if you had more arms? Would. What if you had like four arms? Shit. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is four. Maybe you would be able to grab a lot yeah. of stuff. I bet we 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 look more like animals. Well, that's another theory too. There's a theory out there that um, we have non-humans that live among us that are um, actually like avatars for like an alien on another planet. So like it was created to look like us, um, but it's actually um, from like another creature. So it's like the the Avatar movie where they created the avatars to live among. Yeah, 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 kind of like yeah. that. That's a whole nother. And we have some people like that that are, that are actually living among us. So that's why you have all this fucking crazy shit going down. But who knows, man? Who the fuck knows? What are we at, man? One hour and seven seconds. Oh, there we go, man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. I declare. I declare. I declare. <laughs> Goblin. Hear ye, hear ye. Digital Cortex is now over. This has been brought to you by Monsanto Corporation. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was Digital Cortex. Wait, why Monsanto? I don't know. In the 50s radio fucking things, that's the you kind of fucking Man- shit they would have said, right? You Monsanto is <laughs> Monsanto's- <laughs> Uh, that sounds like something right I'm I'm just drawing that shit out of my high brain bro from General Mills from General Mills in partnership with Tonka Toys Digital Cortex coming Wednesday nights to your ears Mm -hmm. there you go <laughs> Cut that sticking on the ad. <laughs> All right. So uh this has been Digital Cortex. My name's Steven. That's Random Styles. Hope you had a wonderful time. I sure did. Goodbye. Later. <laughs> you said-